Hey, I'm Katie, and you're listening to the Contagious Confidence Podcast. Get ready for authentic and empowering conversations, inspiring interviews, and lots of laughs. If you struggle with confidence like me, I hope you find the encouragement you need to live confidently in every area of your life. I'm on a mission to prove that confidence really is contagious. Are you ready? Thank you for tuning in to the Contagious Confidence Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. It is so important to me to bring you content that empowers you and encourages you to be your most confident self. Thankfully, I have a lot of people that reach out to me wanting to share their stories because they believe in the power of contagious confidence. So when Claire, who is my guest today, reached out to me, wanting to share her unique story, it really meant a lot to me because I knew it was going to bring so much value to you, my listener. Claire Kui is an international sales expert, trainer, and speaker who has led multi-seven-figure sales teams to close over $9 million in high-ticket sales. They did $4 million during 2020 alone. With experience in leading and consulting teams for multi-seven-figure entrepreneurs such as Lisa Nichols, Rachel Bell, and Sage Levine, Claire is an expert in teaching online coaches and service providers how to convert high-ticket sales without pushing or convincing. Since 2014, Claire has been teaching coaches how to have a permission-based sales conversation that results in consistent $10, $20 to upwards of 50k months by empowering coaches to confidently stand in their highest value. Beyond her successful business, Claire has been dealing with the decision to get her breast implants explanted. It doesn't matter if you have implants yourself, have considered getting implants, or have never had the thought cross your mind. I think that you'll find our conversation interesting and enlightening. Now, let's get into it. Well, hello and welcome back to the Contagious Confidence Podcast. I have such a special interview for you today. I have been wigging out about it. I'm so excited. Um... So without further ado, I'm going to let Claire introduce herself so you can get to know her better. I love her already, and we just met, and I know you're going to love her too. So <laughs> Claire, go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, thank you for just having me here. And like you mentioned in the in the recording earlier, I am Claire Kui. I am a high-ticket sales coach for online coaches to help them navigate objections and close sales more easily and have 20, 30, 50K months if that is their heart's desire. And I know it really probably sounds really sexy that I've helped these you know, multi-seven-figure teams and I help high-ticket coaches. And I have to say that it actually didn't really start out that way. And to have to be in sales and to be a business owner takes a lot of confidence And that was not where I started. Uh, It was really hard for me to to build a business to where it was now. It took me like 15 years. And there was a point where I was doing yoga, teaching yoga. I was a strength coach and I had all these accolades. I was the only head strength coach in Denver public schools. Uh, That was a female. I was a Lululemon yoga ambassador, which I'm sure 
your ladies might be wearing Lulu's right now. I mean, I'm literally head to toe in Lulu (laughs) and, um, and all that sounded great, but the truth was, I was not feeling that confident, uh, even though like on paper, it looked good on the external, on the internal, I was not feeling great. Um, so that's, so if, if the women on your podcast are really struggling with feeling confident, I, I wholeheartedly understand that. Mm, Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why I started this podcast. I was not confident at all when I started it, but I was like, I got to start before I'm ready. Cause I know people feel the same way I do. So that's kind of the, how this, this podcast started. Um, so thank you for sharing that about yourself, Claire. And next I would like for us to share a confidence boost. Um, so do you want to share yours? Oh yeah, absolutely. So this is a confidence boost. I do personally And I also teach my clients to help them get ready for sales calls. They can close them and feel more authentic and more easeful. And you better bet your bottom dollar that I love to put on my favorite jam and move my body and dance. And the reason you want to do that is so you get out of your head. If you're feeling like you're not confident, I guarantee one of the biggest reasons is because you're thinking or overthinking or picking something apart in your head. And one of the keys of getting out of those thoughts, because those thoughts are what's really the speed bumps for you to feel confident. So it's getting out of your head into your body. So put on your favorite jam to the window, to the wall, whatever you, I'm a nineties kid. So I just love those jams, but whatever you need to feel really confident, put on some Taylor Swift, just move your body, get out of your head, get into your body. I love that so much. And what is your favorite jam right now? Oh gosh, that's a really great question. I would say, um, the jam that is on my like playlist right now, it is, uh, it's not even a song song. It's the A, B, C, D, F. And then oh. it's like a TikTok song, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I happened to find the artist and I'm just like in my car, like top of my lungs. And it's such a great empowering song because I, I I'm sure I'm not the only one that has been, just done, done wrong or made some poor choices. Uh, And I'll definitely share about some poor choices here in a second, but I'm sure we've all felt that way. And I I love that song because it's so empowering. It's like, no, seriously, here I am. I'm standing in my power and I'm who I am today and maybe even better because of whatever happened. So So good. (laughs) No, this is just a snapshot. We're not even to the interview yet. Right. (laughs) So, um, so my confidence boost, I have to keep it short and sweet because I will get emotional if I start talking about it, but I had a coaching call this morning with my coach and I had a moment of clarity Mm. and I've been waiting 31 years for that moment of clarity. And once I had once we realized that's what it was, I just broke down in tears and I cried for 30 straight minutes. I couldn't even get through the rest of my coaching call because it was that incredible of a moment. Um, mm. So that was definitely a confidence boost because um, I've been searching for clarity for so long. And I was like, where is it? Where is it going? And then it all makes sense now. So I'm just going to mm. leave it at that. <laughs> Love it. Oh, so good. I, I'm sure that your women tune into this podcast and 
I recommend any little tip that you can do and you don't have to take all of them, take what fits, take what fits and into your life right now. And every little bit helps. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. All righty, Claire. So without further ado, let's get into this interview. Oh yeah. I'm (laughs) I'm so ready. Um, so can you share a little bit more about yourself, um, and why we are recording this interview today? Um, I would love for you to share it in whatever way you want to. (laughs) Thank you. Well, here it is folks. I used to have boobs. (laughs) Okay. No, I still have boobs. Um, but I used to have breast implants and I, I just, I'm so excited to share this message because the truth is I didn't really hear anybody else talking about it. And there's a lot of stigma around, well, first of all, women and their bodies and what we should look like and what we should do to our bodies or shouldn't do and be skinny, be fat, like all these kind of different viewpoints. And the reality is I made a decision to get my breast implants explanted and it was, it's been a quite a journey and I'm, I want to amplify this story because I don't think a lot of women know about the impact that it, that can have happen from having implants. And so, um, many moons ago, if you go to my Instagram, Claire, C-L-A-R-E underscore Quee, C-U-I, you scroll like down, just keep, keep scrolling. Like there's like 2000 posts on there. And I used to be in the health, wellness, fitness industry. And at a certain point in time, I was a bikini competitor, like where you you see these well-oiled and weirdly tanned people standing on stage. And I was doing really well. I didn't, I have, you know, like cute boobs. They're not A, Bs, right? Like a good B I'd say. And uh, I was doing really well. Like everything was looking great until I got some feedback from these coaches and uh, I'm sorry, judges. And so when you get off stage, you can go down and get quote unquote feedback about what you should do. I mean, can you already see like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can cuss, but oh yeah, what, a, what a mind fuck that is for you to like be basically an underwear strut around on stage and then go down to the pit and like have 10, by the way, most of them are men. This is also not me hating men. I'm married. I love men, but for 10 people to tell you what's wrong and what you need to do better. And the feedback I got was for me to look quote unquote, more feminine. I needed breasts. I needed breast implants. And I had never been this person. Some women have different stories. Like, Oh, I've always wanted breast implants. I had never had that desire. So a couple of days later, I'm in the gym. I'm so proud of myself. And I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, you know what? I think I do need boobs. And I had let those external voices dictate a decision. So literally two weeks later, I go, I get boobs. I went and got boobs. I mean, that's like borderline impulsive. Like I know that about myself. I'm also a fire sign. So like, I'm going to go and do the thing that I think I should do. And the reason, and so I'm a sales coach and I will wholeheartedly say that was the worst sales decision that I've ever made, ever made. And the reason why is because I went into the doctor's, um, office that the plastic surgeon, and by the way, this is not me blaming him. I want to say this again and slowly, this is not me blaming the surgeon. Okay. I came in there and I made a decision. I'd already made up my mind when I walked in there, but the reason why I say this is it was a 
terrible sales decision. And this is like me as a high ticket sales coach, not at the time I was, but it was a, it was a terrible sales decision because it was transactional and not relational. He, I walked in there. I said, I want boobs. He's like, I have boobs. Let me sell you boobs. And then I got boobs. There was no creating of a relationship. He, he, it was not in alignment with who I was and what my vision was. It was, it was a decision based on false evidence appearing real, which we all know if you look at that acronym is fear. I was scared. If I didn't get boobs, I wouldn't be good enough. If I didn't get boobs, I wouldn't place high enough. If I didn't get boobs, I won't get my, this professional status. If I don't get boobs, blah, 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 blah. All this fear that I actually wasn't walked through by my surgeon. And I'm not saying that it's again, his fault. I didn't get an alignment with what I wanted. So now hindsight being a high ticket sales coach and teaching solopreneurs and online coaches to, to have these conversations, I really believe that the sales process and anytime there's an exchange, it should be authentic and it should be for the betterment and what's really in alignment. Not just like, I want this thing. It should be in deep alignment with what somebody's values are. Right. I just like everybody take a deep breath to that. Like, what is your value? And I mean, we could talk value as like, what do you value about yourself? But like, what, what, what do you act upon the world as your values? Do you say that you believe in self-love, but really you're not preaching or and, and embodying the self-love? So for me, for many reasons, I believe that that was one of the one of the worst, but also one of the best decisions I made. Because now that I'm healthier, and I'm I'm literally six weeks out today from getting explanted. Um, it was the worst sales decision, but the best decision I ever could have made for my body and my health. Mm. Wow. What a testimony. I thank mm. you for sharing that so transparently. And yeah. I, I just, I can't imagine the thought process of going in front of those judges and being judged on your physical attributes. It's like, and it's men, it's not even women. (laughs) I mean, there was, don't get me wrong. There was like one woman in there. Yeah. yeah. There's one woman. And like, I just, I mean, can you like, okay, think about this. Do you really want to be judged? Is that like, that's the opposite of what I, my values are even Mm -hmm. then, like, I mean, really deep down, if I got real and authentic and took a stand for my values, that was not what I wanted. It's what I thought I wanted to be accepted and loved and to feel valuable, but it wasn't my value. I mean, I, I know that sounds kind of confusing. I hope everybody's smelling what I'm stepping in, but that's, it was not an alignment with the value of, of my life. And I mean, who wants to be judged, right? Like we're all working towards this world where we can be in a place of no judgment, but that starts internal. That's internally, that's an inside job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm speechless. Cause I, I think what you're saying reigns true for women, um, regardless of what we've been through, like what you said reigns true. Um, so, uh, my next question for you is when did you realize that you needed to have the implants explanted? 
right. I know it's like, it's a tongue twister, right? Implants, exoplanet, blah, blah, blah. Um, I realized that, uh, so let me just say this was years ago. I think I got my breast implants now in 2010. So 10, 11 years ago. Right. And everything was great. (laughs) Like seemingly everything was great for about six years. And the FDA actually released, um, a warning that, that breast implants can cause problems. Nobody told me that there was no research out there to support that women weren't really being heard. Nobody was really speaking up about it, which is why I'm here. Which is why I want to get this message out. It's so important. So if you, if you look, the FDA actually put a black box warning on it. Um, but that wasn't that this is just now, this is 10 years later. And, uh, so for six years, everything was great. And what, what happens? And, and again, um, even my plastic surgeon that removed my implants, which, um, there's more information about that. And if you, if you want to connect with me on Instagram, I'm happy to give any woman out there information or support. Uh, but when, when I got them in, everything was great. I actually, uh, because I didn't know how to detox the anesthesia, I had competed a couple more times, but I could tell I was bloated. I was like, not at like my performance. Cause I didn't do all the things that I know now that first of all, getting boobs was a terrible idea, but, um, that all being said, I was fine for about six years. And when you get implants, what happens is anytime there's a foreign body in your body, a foreign object, your body does your best. It's, it's main job is to protect you. And at a certain point it will start rejecting it. And for a lot of women, the, the form of rejection of that foreign body will show up as inflammation as, um, what I want to call this like Hashimoto's, like your immune system gets compromised. So for about six years, I was fine. I was great. No brain fog. And then it was just the slowest increase ever. Like, like a millimeter, like if you were to measure it and then it all started coming to be real and my symptoms, and I can only speak for my symptoms and what I experienced, I experienced brain fog. In fact, you and I had a thing earlier. I was like, what time are we supposed to be doing this? Oh my gosh. Brain fog. Uh, it looked like severe exhaustion. I'm a very active person. I do yoga. I still strength train. Like I'm very active and I even though my brain wanted to, I just did not have the energy. And that's like, not my nature. Um, I had, we would have weird rashes. Like I, I would have hives for no reason on my body. Uh, I would, I became within that 10 year period or 11 year period of having my breast implants, I developed a gluten and, and dairy allergy. And even when I got off gluten and dairy, like my symptoms kind of normalized, but then they started ramping up again because I didn't remove the problem, which was the foreign body. So, um, I mean, I could keep going about the list of symptoms. I mean, you, if you look at my Instagram, there's a picture. I took a picture of my face the day of surgery, the morning of, and then two days later, my face is less red and my eyes are clear. I was blown away. I was like, I took that picture, those pictures, like, I don't think I'm going to see any change literally two days later, huge difference. Why do you think as women, we constantly feel like we have to alter ourselves to be beautiful? Oh, well, I could point the finger and blame it on so many things, but that's actually going to disempower whoever's listening. 
And what I want to say to you, whoever's here on this other end is you are in charge. We can't control the media. We can't, we actually, we can't control the external world, but you certainly are in charge of how you interpret that information and what decisions you make from it. And that means we have to be radical leaders to ourselves and to revisit what's important to us and do the hard work, which is getting curious about why do we think the things we think? Why did I got real with myself? I've been doing a lot of spiritual work lately around like, what's the truth around who I am? Where did I get these thoughts that I, I need to seek approval? And they're, they, they can start within our families and they can only get amplified by our external world. But the only thing that you're responsible for is yourself. That's so good. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, so I know that we have to wrap up soon. So I definitely want to get through my questions that I have for you. Um, so, round. <laughs> uh, you shared your journey of getting your implants removed so transparently on social media. Has that been hard? No. Not at all. Zero hard because I don't give a shit about whoever has anything to say about, oh, you had boobs. Oh, you took them out. I don't care. I don't care because at the end of the day, it's my body, my choice, my decisions. And I needed to feel the pain. That's the truth. I needed to feel the pain of where I was at. I needed to go through surgery. I needed to be incapacitated from surgery for me to really say, stand here and say, this, this is the truth. This is my truth. So, um, I have had no backlash zero. And if, if there is come at me because, um, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um, I love that mindset. Cause that you've got, you've got to know, hold your own. Like, I mean, it's so interesting to me that we all go through different things and they teach us so many different things. Right. Um, so before we wrap up, I would love for you to talk about why you don't blame the salesperson for your implants. Mm, yeah. The, the only reason is, is because I made the choice. Mm -hmm. The salesperson can't like wrestle you to the ground, grab your wallet and take your credit card and swipe it. That that's actually not on them. And so I know women tend to have like, you know, first of all, sales can have a very masculine, like coffee for closers and like do this now, uh, sell, sell, sell. And the reality is that's just, that's just fluff. Like we are in charge. Like we're the ones holding the credit card. You do need to be empowered, which does mean it's not necessarily their job to tell you everything. You have to ask, you have to ask, you have to ask yourself questions about what you want. And you have to ask them to be fully informed. Transformation happens when you have information and awareness, informed awareness around what you want. That's so good. Um, so I do want to see if you have any tips for ways that we can help ourselves feel more beautiful inwardly mm. and outwardly. Oh my gosh. I did this. I did this this morning because my boobs are just back to normal. <laughs> They're so great. They're so cute. I don't know if this is X-rated, but like, I just want to show them to everybody, <laughs> but I laid in my bed. And before I started going through my to-do list, I just laid on my, my bed. I put my hands on my chest and on my breasts. 
I just said, God, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that I'm healthy. I felt the warmness of my bed. I felt how cozy I was. And I just said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, body. Thank you, body, for supporting me for, for healing. And I'm here for you. So just talk to your body. And that sounds absolutely woo-woo. I get it. But what conversation are you having with your body? And I'm rewriting those conversations. That's so good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, So we are (laughs) above time, but before we hop off, can you share where people can find you? They want to work with you, um, share all the places they can find you. Yes. So I'm on the IG Instagram. You can find me at Claire, C-L-A-R-E underscore Que. And I do have a very special gift. If you are an online coach and you want to get your services out there and you believe in transformation, one of the best ways and the fastest path to cash is through talking to people, to getting on the phone with them. And one of the big reasons women don't feel comfortable is they don't know what to say when somebody says, I can't afford it. So if you're listening to this podcast, just DM me at Claire underscore Que empowerment. And I have a very special deep dive into, I would love to give that to your audience. So just DM me empowerment at Claire underscore Que. Awesome. Thank you so much, Claire. And everyone don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and I'll see you in the next one.